Hello. Welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. And hello, my name's Kay. Today we will be reading from the book made for this by Jenny Allen. Kay, what is the Bible verse for feeding your passions that you want to share with us today? Today our Bible verse is Genesis 41, 15 and 16. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream and no one can interpret it, but I have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. I cannot do it, Joseph replied to the Pharaoh, but God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. As my real life people in Austin and I worked through the concept of passions in one of my small groups, I glanced down and saw pages of scribbled notes in Amanda's hand. She asked her group about the need they saw around them. But it was obvious that Amanda was about to explode. So I turned the question back on her. She told us about her breakthrough. Amanda is a speech therapist. And she's always known that her work was important to children with fairly severe disabilities. Many who were unable to speak. Deep in me, I've known I can communicate because of my training and gifts with these kids, sometimes better than even their parents. But this week, I had heard from a grown man who has the same disability as many of my kids, cerebral palsy. Roger shared how alone he felt in his head because he can't really talk clearly, and how Jesus is the only reason he has not taken his life. Wow. It was right in front of me, but for the first time I thought, I can tell these kids about Jesus. So I called my friend Rachel, and together we're going to host a special needs vacation Bible school this summer. Most of these families have never been to church These kids, perhaps, have never heard of Jesus. It was so simple and so beautiful. Her heart was taken captive, haunted by the need in her place with her people, using her gifts and story of her lifetime without God. And now the Holy Spirit was leading her to her part in his story. Ordinary threads were weaving epic stories It isn't all as complicated as we often make it. Joseph's gift of dream interpretation finally met a need. Pharaoh needed a dream interpreted. When he brought Joseph up out of the prison to explain the dream, Joseph let God work through him saying, I cannot do it, but God will. Then then God started weaving the threads that put Pharaoh and Joseph in a partnership. From the dream he learned, they would save food throughout the famine, and their partnership would save a generation of people on the earth. Meet needs, fill hungry bellies, provide work, and bring glory to God. When a gift met a need. Passion was born. Passion that saved many lives. Passion killers. Nothing kills passion more than the fear of man. 
whether a quest for approval or nagging comparison. If we are running our race and our eyes are darting back and forth, we will not see the need around us. Hebrews 12.2 is stern about this. You want to run the race? You fix your eyes on Jesus. As a young believer, aware of my gifts and increasingly aware of the need, I remember, I remember passion burning in my chest to teach God to the women around me. But thinking, why would I ever teach when there are VHS tapes of Beth Moore? <laughs> I compared myself to her rather than fixing my eyes on Jesus. I was distracted from running my race in my place. Hear me. You have a race that no one else can run, so please run. For whatever does not proceed from faith is sin, Romans fourteen twenty three. This is a verse that makes every one of us shudder and consider ourselves the worst of sinners. How does everything come from a place of faith? We all doubt and get fearful and wonder toward life's completely absorbed with ourselves or unable to move without God. He moves us. We, we just have to let him. If you are anxious because you don't know your passions or don't know if you are living them or ever could, or if you're beating yourself up because you have lived distracted, stop. We will never move forward if we cannot love, cannot know God, cannot know ourselves, cannot change, and cannot bleed for others. We can't move without God's Spirit moving in and through us to accomplish His purposes. We are not left as orphans to figure all this out. He is with us. That is why Jesus could say, my yoke is easy and my burden is light from Matthew eleven thirty. He didn't call us to something alone. He carries the yoke for us so we can run with power. Fight. Nothing kills passion more than the fear of man, whether a quest for approval or nagging comparison. The biggest enemy to passion is entangling yourself in pleasing people. Have you ever seen your passion affected by people externally or self-comparison internally? So list a few of your main passions and then write out how they can be affected. And then what are the biggest obstacles keeping you from engaging others' needs? What makes you turn the channel? So act. Often we protect our lives from observing the need around us on your own or with a small group of friends, family, church members, or other helpers in your life. Dream of a need in your community and together organize a time for you to serve that need. Some examples are visiting a retirement home, serving in a soup kitchen, organizing a dinner to get to know neighbors, sponsoring a child together. Outline these dreams on a piece of paper and look at them 
you know, maybe weekly or something. Pray together that these interactions will spark something for God's glory. So, Kay, what would you like everyone to read and reflect on next week? So, reread Genesis 41, 41 through 56, and describe Joseph's mission at this point. Describe the faith that Joseph had to have in God to prepare Egypt in this way. Yeah. Wow. And then reread Genesis 47, 13 through 31. And describe the way Joseph led through the famine. What was his motivation? What were some of his passions in these verses? Joseph had to forgive. You know how hard it is to forgive family. For some reason, it's harder to forgive family than it is friends or co-workers, okay? And look what they did to him. And he, you know, he, he overcame all that. How were the people around Joseph influenced by his leadership? And what stood out to you in your study of Joseph's life today? What stood out to you about his life? I still can't believe he went over 20 years and didn't complain. Seriously, that's what stands out to me. And he trusted. He never gave up faith in God. And look what God did. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. If we will just listen and follow God follow his will. Well, okay. Next week we are going to be talking about Mr. Reed. I want to thank everybody for stopping by. If today were your last day, where would you spend eternity? It's your choice.